Riverton is a rural community in central Wyoming. And in recent years, its hospital has been cutting back on services. If you live in Riverton today, there is a hospital that is standing. It looks like a hospital. It smells like a hospital. And it has an emergency room. But many, if not most, of kind of the specialist sort of treatments that you might need, there's a good chance you're not going to be able to get that done at the Riverton Hospital today. Brian Spiegel is a reporter on the financial enterprise team. And he says, for residents, the hospital's limited services are a problem because it's the only hospital for miles, which means that if you need surgery in the middle of the night, you're going to have to be rushed somewhere else. I've had doctors describe this hospital to me as an emergency room with a helicopter pad attached to it. What's happening in Riverton is part of a nationwide trend in rural communities where hospitals are consolidating services, sometimes to increase their profits. What's different about Riverton, though, is that the local community is fighting back by trying to build a new hospital. I had never seen something like that before. They had no idea what they were doing. These are people who, at the very beginning, had no expertise in this whatsoever. But now, this grassroots effort to build a new hospital could actually work. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Tuesday, April 20th. Coming up on the show, a Wyoming community's fight against the forces squeezing rural health care. It can be hard to see the challenges the people we work with are facing. Addressing these invisible struggles can make us and our companies healthier. Join Holly Robinson-Pete on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Riverton, Wyoming has a population of 11,000 people. Which sounds tiny, but actually in terms of Wyoming, it's one of the top 10 biggest cities in the state of Wyoming. It's kind of on the edge of the frontier. It has a deeply agricultural tradition of cattle raising and of growing of uh, alfalfa, especially for feed for the cattle. And for years, Riverton's lone hospital was a centerpiece for the local community. Here's longtime Riverton resident Vivian Watkins. Well, it was our security blanket. It was a full-service hospital. We knew that if we got into trouble and had to head to the emergency room, we would be well cared for. But in 2014, that started to change. That year, the hospital's owner, a for-profit chain called LifePoint, merged Riverton's hospital with another hospital in Lander, Wyoming, which is about 30 miles away. Vivian remembers how the CEO at the time explained the merger. Both hospitals would be, the term that they used were centers of excellence. So we will have some services in Riverton, other services in Lander. Well, you know, we just swallowed that hook, line, and sinker and said, well, okay, that I guess makes some level of sense. Did he say why it needed to be consolidated like this? To save money. Residents like Vivian suspected that LifePoint wanted to merge the hospitals to boost profits. Because cutting back on services at one hospital and sending patients to get treatment at the other would allow LifePoint to lower its costs. And if you can lower costs while doing the same amount of business, you get more profit. 
In a statement, the CEO of Wyoming's LifePoint Hospitals said that the reason for the merger was so that the hospitals would be, quote, stronger together and better positioned to coordinate care, and that it was focused on using scale to serve patients. And from a company's perspective, a merger like that might make a lot of sense. For example, combining the sorts of, you know, overhead, back office staff functions. Can we do a job with one person instead of two? Things like human resources, administrative tasks, stuff that doesn't actually necessarily mean doctors. That would be the simplest place to start. And I think what we saw, the evidence shows, is that LifePoint went far beyond that. There's a couple of things that we can definitively say used to exist at the Riverton Hospital that no longer exist. The first being childbirth, which was previously available. The second being 24-hour general surgery, which was previously available and no longer available. That meant Riverton residents who needed emergency surgery late at night started having to take a helicopter out of the county or an ambulance 30 miles to that other hospital they merged with in Lander. 30 miles in the middle of winter in Wyoming can actually be a very difficult journey, and these roads close at times, and this is a real concern you hear uh, when you talk to families in Wyoming. LifePoint's Wyoming CEO said the company still provides the care the community needs and that both locations allow for inpatient treatment and timely appointments. Quote, we take our responsibility to the community very seriously and with great care. As Riverton residents adjusted to life with a hospital that offered fewer services, an even bigger for-profit company entered the picture. In 2018, a private equity group called Apollo Global Management bought LifePoint and its chain of rural hospitals. Apollo, which declined to comment, is a massive private equity firm with about $450 billion in assets. So you go from a large for-profit rural hospital operator to then the involvement of a very large private equity fund, I think that seeded further doubt in the minds about the intentions of this company of truly making it patient-first in their community. I think the companies would dispute some of this characterization, but this was the perception in the community at the time. When you have an investment firm that owns your hospital, their mission perhaps rightfully so, is to return investment to their investors. And that's the corporate world today. We understand that right up until we cannot receive medical care. I started visiting with friends and acquaintances, particularly in the business community, and saying, is this our new normal? Is this something that we are going to just accept? And more and more folks were saying, I don't think so. I don't think we should just accept this. And so back in July, almost three years ago, a group of us met at the local coffee shop and sat around one evening and said, what shall we do? And that was the formation. We adopted the name that evening save our Riverton Hospital. Vivian and the rest of her group wanted services like OBGYN and 24-hour surgery to return to the Riverton Hospital. So they met with LifePoint executives and asked for those services to come back. The two sides had months of meetings, but Vivian says she and the rest of her group got used to hearing things like, That's too costly. We cannot have these services in both hospitals. We have to consolidate. Apollo, LifePoint's new owners, also sold off a chunk of the real estate that the Riverton Hospital sits on. The hospital now has to pay rent on property it previously owned. LifePoint said it used the proceeds of the sale to pay down its debt and invest in its hospitals. 
But while selling property to pay down debt might make it sound like the hospital was in dire financial straits, Brian says that does not seem to be the case. At least before 2014, the Riverton Hospital was doing just fine financially. What we know from talking to folks who worked there, who had access to the books, and also looking at their federal disclosures, is that they were actually a profitable institution. But with LifePoint committed to consolidation, Vivian and her group got an idea. Well, we made one last effort of saying we're not going to just accept this, so we would ask of you to sell or lease our hospital back to us, and we will bring back medical care. And they declined to do that. Well, that leads you to come to the only conclusion you can. Then we need a new one. And who did you think would build a new one? We will. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Workday. Get the whole band together with Workday and pair finance and HR on one platform for an epic performance. With Workday AI at the core, you'll make confident decisions faster than ever. And you'll drive flawless business and finance operations with an agile platform that constantly evolves to future-proof your organization. Be a finance and HR rock star with Workday. Visit Workday.com to learn more. After seeing services cut at the only hospital in town, Vivian and her group set out on the arduous process of trying to create an entirely new hospital from scratch. She's working with a small group of locals with a variety of backgrounds. Vivian herself is a retired banker who once served as Wyoming's Director of Economic and Community Development. Another key member of the group is a former star quarterback at Riverton High School who went on to train as a dentist. And eventually, the group also pulled in the former Chief Financial Officer of LifePoint's Riverton Hospital. But even with all that experience, none of them had ever started a new hospital. It strikes me as something that is incredibly ambitious to say, you know what, we can just build a new hospital. It seems more difficult than setting up other kinds of businesses. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, it doesn't scare you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Vivian and her team got started. The first thing that we were told that we needed to do was get a feasibility study done. They first set about raising about $150,000 from folks in the community to get a feasibility study from a consultancy that does this sort of hospital analysis. Then we were told, oh, now you need to have an independent audit done of that study. That was another $50,000. Again, the community stepped up. Sometimes $5 bills have been pressed into my hand and said, I wish I could give more, but this is what I have. And then really after that, there was all the design to actually think about building the hospital. And then where are we even going to put the hospital? As they're thinking about where we're going to locate this potential new hospital, they start developing this relationship with the nearby Native American tribe, the Eastern Shoshone tribe. The Shoshone tribe is here on the Wind River Reservation. You know, they reach an agreement for the Shoshone to donate some of the land and and sell some of the land. And they have been our full partners throughout this process. The plan is to create what they call the Riverton Medical District, which, unlike the current hospital in Riverton, would be a nonprofit. What does LifePoint think about all this? LifePoint is not happy about this. 
this would effectively cut, potentially cut their market share in half. So it's big business for them, right? They don't want this to happen. And what is their case? Why do they say it's not a good idea? LifePoint points to a number of reasons why uh, it's opposed to a new hospital in Riverton. One of the things that the company says is that a new hospital would make it more difficult to keep doctors living and working in the Riverton area because it would essentially cut their workloads in half, meaning that they might pick up and seek work elsewhere. But I think the most important thing that LifePoint says is that the company doesn't believe that building a new hospital would actually uh, reduce uh, the gaps in care. What the company says is that all it would do is end up duplicating many of the services that are available in and around Riverton today. What do the people who are working on this new hospital initiative think of those arguments? Frankly, they think those arguments fall flat. If we had a full-service operating hospital in this town, there would be no Riverton Medical District. The only reason that we formed is because we have no hospital. Vivian insists that this new hospital would be filling gaps in care. But to make it happen, there's still one major hurdle. Money. Vivian and her team need about $40 million in low-interest loans to get this thing off the ground. To get the money, they thought about issuing bonds or pushing to raise property taxes. But none of those ideas panned out. There must have been moments throughout this process where you thought, boy, maybe this isn't going to work. Oh, yes. Those times, as you know, human nature, those times usually occurred to me in the middle of the night when I would sit straight up and go, what in heaven's holy name do you think you're doing? But, you know, morning comes and the sunshine shines and you get up and get to work. Recently, Vivian and her team figured out that their best bet for getting that $40 million was the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which offers loans to rural communities. So they're working on their application to the USDA now. As for LifePoint, they're lobbying against the loan. One of the things they do is they begin contacting the USDA representative in Wyoming to basically make their case that this is not something we believe that the USDA should be spending taxpayer dollars on to support this sort of project. If Vivian's group is able to build the new hospital, it will stand in contrast to what's been happening with rural hospitals around the country. Over 130 rural hospitals have closed since 2010. 130. Wow. Yeah. And I think if there's 130 have closed, what about how many are there like Riverton where services have been cut? How many of those are not actually being tracked at all? And what does that mean, then, for patient outcomes? There's still a long way to go before Riverton could have a new hospital, though. The USDA still has to approve the loan, and then the hospital would actually have to be built and staffed up. What could happen that might cause your effort to build a new hospital to fail? I I can't imagine what that would be at this point. What about if this loan from the U.S. Department of Agriculture doesn't come through? We'll find another avenue. Let's not kill snakes that aren't even on our path. As I have told our group, we'll just keep marching straight forward on our path. That doesn't mean that occasionally a snake will not pop itself up on the path that we have to stop and kill. But we'll just kill the snakes as they attack us and keep moving forward.
That's all for today, Tuesday, April 20th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like the show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.